What is up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Learn Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Tony V, here with my amazing co-host, Landon Archangelo, who is now crushing the 75 Hard program. What day are we on now? 18. 18, man. It's not bad. It's it's honestly becoming really smooth for me. It's it's um yeah, it's been okay. Honestly, I surprisingly. You're drinking the Andy Frisella juice. Oh, heavily, that. heavily. I, I I've already read a book. Like I have, I usually I usually don't read a single book in a year. I usually just kind of dabble, hop around, read articles, read whatever, listen to audiobooks. But for the first time ever, I've read a book in like two weeks. So it's very unlike myself. So proud of myself. Not to wow. keep I'm, patting myself on the back. <laughs> I'm not a big "I told you so" guy, but I told you so. I told you. 100%. I've been very 100%. adamant about Andy Frisella. Actually, really working hard to get him on the podcast here. He'd be amazing for you guys. Uh, if he comes on, you just got to be not around your kids because the profanity he uses is a little, <laughs> a little aggressive, but he's awesome. We've been really in contact. Awesome. We've been in contact with them, right? Yep. I've been going back and forth trying to get him on, and I think it's looking like we'll have him on within the next couple of months, I think. I mean, we've had we've had multiple guests that have been on his podcast and people that have been on the Rogan podcast, so it's not like we're not in reach. And I've seen some of the other podcasts that he's been on, and and you know, not to nothing to bad about him, but we're definitely in the wheelhouse of of the people that he gets on. If not, we're probably a little bigger than some of them. So, not to not to flex. I'm just thinking thinking out loud. I guess I don't know. I think it's very doable for sure. Absolutely, and I'm really excited for that. What, to what, day, is, what day is Tony V on? Tony V is on day zero. Uh, unfortunately, Tony V has failed again, but I'm willing to take accountability for that. What happens is I do everything, right? I do the the water, the 45-minute workouts, both of them. I read. Nothing of that is too hard for me. But then sometimes I like to eat at night, late at night. And, you know, so I could have been very easily, like I did all the requirements and then I went to bed and I woke up and had like a little bit of crackers, a little bit of cake. And I could have very easily just forgotten about that and just kept on saying that I was, that I was still on the program. But you know what? Uh, it's not it's not good to live with uh, without integrity. So I own up to it. What I'm doing is trying to find a blended lifestyle and a transformational lifestyle and find a diet that I can do that will not allow me to eat late at night, but also stay flexible so that I can maintain it for the rest of my life. And I'm, I'm almost getting there, working on the the Corey G who we've had on the podcast, uh, anabolic fasting, which I'd be more than happy to dive into for people uh, in later podcasts or if you DM me. It's a really amazing lifestyle uh, diet that he has perfected. Really excited to start that. It basically allows you to, you know, be disciplined during the week and then drink beer and eat ice cream on the weekends. Like at, those are his words, right? Like that's like literally how he explains it, right? Yeah, well, that that's his goal, you know, because he wants to be a normal human being, but also stay. I mean, the guy's on the cover of Fitness Magazine, so he's staying ripped. And that's the exact, even if he has a photo cover shoot coming up, he is, is still eating ice cream and drinking beer on the weekends due to that diet and how strict it allows him to be on the weekdays, but flexible on the weekends and then just get back after it on Sunday. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I love everything he's about. Super freaking proud of us that we had him on the podcast he guys one of my idols for real. Corey Gregory, if if nobody knows the full name, we've been saying Corey G. That's what he goes by. But dude's in his what late late thirties, early forties, and he's just I mean, guys, guys, just an absolute stud and shredded. But we could go on and on about our guests and and what we're doing in our lives. But man, we've long overdue our first our first female guest on on here. Yes, super super excited to tee this one up, Miss Pamela Christian. Thank you so much if you're listening to this for coming on. 
and being the uh, the first female guest, certainly not the last. Pam's a mindset coach, motivational speaker, host of the podcast. We get into it a lot more. Not trying to go down the rabbit hole too much. Want you guys to listen to it. Just uh, be ready to get your spiritual side on here. This is something I feel like we all need in a time in the world where it's you know mental health is a big mm-hmm. issue. We're heading towards more lockdowns, more mask wearing, more things like that. Time to really just take a deep breath, lock in on the spiritual side of things. And Pam brings that with amazing energy. The energy is what, I, what gets me, man. Like she brings the good energy. She brings the good spirit, but she's also getting out there and getting after it. And she's growing an empire. So it's, been, it's yeah. cool. Well said. The, you know, you could feel the energy and we talk about it on the podcast. It transpires through her on the microphone and you'll feel it. You'll feel it. Like you said, you know, she brings intensity and passion too. So it's amazing just seeing her get after it. And it's very inspiring. So without further ado, Pam Christian. All right, we got our first ever woman guest on the podcast here, Miss Pam Christian, mindset coach, motivational speaker, host of the Juice Podcast. Pam, thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I'm good, and oh my gosh, that's awesome. I had no idea. Thanks um, for letting me be your first female guest to represent. Thank you so much. It's an absolute honor to have someone of your caliber on here. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about your story and uh, how you got into this space. Um, so I feel like I've always been in this space at various levels. So various levels of consciousness and various levels of ability to tap in and kind of stay here. Um, I think it came through years and years of adversity, challenges, trauma, starting at a very young age. Some were really deep and painful and just, you know, mind blowing and others were garden variety stuff, but each um, difficulty that I faced at the beginning, at the onset, I'd go deeper and deeper into a hole. And at some point I was just sick of being in the hole. And I think that was sometime in my mid to late teens. But at that point, I don't know what to do to get out. How do I get out? What does this mean? Is this what I was destined for? Is this my like, um, is this my like, uh, hand in life and this is what it is and victim mentality and all that. So I spent a lot of time there. And when you're there, you so don't want to be there, but you don't know how to climb out. And I think it was just sort of, I found a book that helped me and that book did, you know, wonders for me, but nothing for me at the time. I was like, oh, this stuff, whatever, this wacky stuff. And, but something seeped in and something always seeps in, not just with me, with everyone, whether you realize it or not. And so each thing built on each other. And while I, at the time was a very impatient person and wasn't seeing results and even knowing that I you know, was consciously trying to get results, it was frustrating. So I'd fall back. And then I'd pick myself up and maybe it wouldn't be a book, but I'd decide to get like a green smoothie and do something for my body, not intentionally. And each little thing that I did built on each other. But why I'm saying all of this is because I think it's really important for people to know. It's not like you're like, okay, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get in this headspace and I'm going to become this. And it's going to happen. It's lots of you're going to stay in a space of falling back in the beginning more than you are moving forward. It's one step forward, 10 steps back, but don't get discouraged. And don't think if you stay in that space of falling back for a year, you're destined to that. Then you'll wake up one morning and want to change another thing. And then you'll work on that and then you'll fall back again. And eventually you'll build on those 
setbacks and those forward movements to bring you to the place where you want to be. And so when was it and and how did you get into mindset coaching and motivational speaking? Okay, so um, I've always been a leader, not always a good one, but I've always been a leader and an influential um, and people have always come to me. And so I had um, many successful careers, but my last one before this was in real estate and I ran a very successful real estate team in my area. And um, I would teach classes on real estate and stuff like that. And when I decided to leave the industry and I left at a high and it was really great, it wasn't like my business fell apart or anything. I was just done, even though it was an amazing career. Um, some realtors reached out to me and said, hey, you're not competition anymore. How about coaching us? And I was like, you know, I was taking some time off to figure out what my next step was. And so I was like, okay, I can earn some money. I could also, you know, teaching is the best way to learn. So I was like, I could coach them and kind of hone my own skills to see where I wanted to I wanted to go and where it takes me. And as people heard that I was doing real estate coaching, I'd get some call, calls for some personal coaching. And I was like, you know, if I'm going to do this, I probably should take a course, get certified, you know, have some credibility behind me. And it, it, it morphed into that. But more than coaching, what I do now is more the inspirational, motivational speaking. And I just wrote a book and I am still coaching, but that's not the the bulk of my career. Um, it's more larger um, masses and impact that I'm looking to have than, than that. Pam, as, as someone who's trying to be a high achiever and a high performer myself, I have a selfish question more so. What are some things in the morning that you do as part of your routine that make sure that you're lined up to have a good day? I mean, there's no question about it every single day, no matter what, no failure on this one, I meditate. And it's not because I'm like, this is going to set me up for a great day, which it is. It's because I need the headspace. I need to quiet my mind. I need to visualize what I want my day and my life to look like. I need to manifest it. And the only way to do that is to clear the noise out, clear the chatter, clear the clutter, clear the limiting beliefs. And the only way to do that is to sit in silence. So that's that's a one for sure. Um, I go through phases with journaling. I always have a green juice or some sort of a green pill like chlorella, some sort of something that's going to pull and out the toxins. It doesn't mean I always eat well, but there's always something that's making my body alkaline, that's setting the tone for like success, even if I do fall off the wagon with that. Um, apple cider vinegar shot, hot water with lemon. I always exercise non-negotiable. I don't care if I'm having an off day and it's not going to be a hardcore lifting day and it's just a walk. Um, But I I walk every day in addition to exercising, but um, it could be a run. It could be, it's moving your body and getting the energy flowing. I don't do this anymore because I'm at a place where my vibrations and my frequency is so high, but I used to do affirmations. I do listen to certain types of music. So brain waves like theta, delta, binaural beats, alpha gamma, um, raising your consciousness. So I'll put my headphones in while I'm like brushing my teeth, getting ready, um, or like while I'm driving my daughter or my my daughter at school and on the way home, I'll put it in. Um, Cause it, it, it helps with the stress and the cortisol levels. It's like a brain massage. Um, what else do I do? Uh, oh, every morning. I'm sorry. Before I even go meditate, I can't even believe I didn't say this. I just did a reel on Instagram on it. Um, it's all about gratitude. And right now, um, Antonio and Landon, I'm so grateful to be having this conversation with you. So thank you for the opportunity. And the feeling um, is most definitely mutual. 
Thank you. And everything about my life, I don't have, I have a great life and I also have a lot of challenges that I face even today, but everything I'm grateful for, even the challenges and everything we need to look at as doesn't mean that you don't have negatives or there aren't things that aren't good in your life and that you can't feel the emotions of that. You can, but you have to move past it or you're going to be stuck because life can bring you down and you can easily go in that direction. I want to circle back to the meditation thing for a second because I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people that listen to this podcast have meditated or at least tried or have a meditation practice. I myself as well. How do you deal with, especially in the beginning stage, of obviously not being able to clear out the noise in your head and all the the stuff going on. Is there a certain spot that you want to meditate in? Is there certain music you listen to or no music at all? Things like that on how to get started and how to really clear out the noise. Okay. Well, first of all, I think you said lots of people try to meditate. They're not trying, they're meditating. They're just, they have expectations of it. So I just want to say that I think it's really important because whenever I'm on podcasts or in an interview, um, the people who are interviewing me, and I'm not saying this is what you said, but I try and I can't do it. But if you're sitting and you're in silence, you are meditating. That's it. If you've set aside some time. So I just want to give you credit for that and also make sure that you acknowledge that about yourself because it's what we have to let go of is the expectation because the things you hear about meditation don't come until later on in the process. So if you want to, and then I'll tell you my techniques and stuff, but if you want to have a clearer head, how could you imagine that you could have a clearer head by sitting for three days meditating and all of a sudden the noise of, I don't know how old you are, but let's just say you're 20 or 30. Let's just call it 25, split it down the middle. 25 years is gone in two days. No, you have to release the noise. You have to sit with the noise. You have to sit with the uncomfortable thoughts. Notice them. Don't get stuck on them. Release them. If you get stuck on them, which we all do at times, when you notice that you're getting stuck on them, release them. Don't judge yourself, just be in it. And then I, uh, now at this point, I mean, I always say this, my whole life is pretty much a meditation. I've created a world for myself, which is very comfortable for me. So when I go on my walks, I'm meditating. When I do my dishes, I'm meditating. But when we're talking about more of a formal meditation, um, I do breath work because, oh, so if I don't have anything going on and I can slide right into the meditation, I do nothing. And I just sit there. I have crystals around me. I'm really into my crystals. I love my crystals. Um, and they're just around me and I just slide right in. But if I have a particularly challenging morning or there's thoughts going on that I can't seem to release, I'll stop and I'll do some breath work. I'll put on, I'll go on YouTube. I'm not into the apps personally, but that doesn't mean they're not good. So Calm, Headspace, all those are supposed to be really good. They're just not for me. But I'll do something like I'll go to, um, what do I want for my meditation today? Um, like, so maybe I want, I mean, and in the beginning, I didn't want anything. I just wanted to quiet thoughts and my thoughts were crazy all the time. But now, like, maybe I want to increase my awareness or raise my level of consciousness. So I'll go to YouTube and meditation on raising Consciousness, meditation on um, acquiring abundance. And the thing is, you might put something on and not like it and then be like, oh, I don't like this. Meditation isn't for me. There are hundreds of thousands of different things on YouTube that you could find. Um, there's things like beta waves, gamma waves, alpha waves that is nothing but beats. So it's not, do I like this or don't I like this? It's proven scientific facts that they take down 
the stress levels in your brain. There's binaural beats, I said before, I think. Um, and what it does is it's like a brain massage. It's not, I tell my kids this all the time. Well, not anymore because they're older, but when they were younger, I don't really care if they like their vitamins or not because vitamins aren't to be liked. It's not a brownie that you're eating. It's to help your body. So you don't have to like the meditation, but just do it because you're going to grow to like it, but you have to get past the hard part. So Pam, I would consider you a high performer on the surface and I want to go a little deeper in your, in your, what makes you tick. So like what, everybody has these days where it's just tough to get out of bed or we're just not feeling a hundred percent ourselves. What makes you tick? What's your, what's your burn deep inside that makes you get up every day and have this energy and, and be such a high performer that you are? I mean, well, first I wanted to say something about the high performer part because I would consider myself, I used to be a high achiever. Um, but now, um, and I can know you can hear it in my voice and I'm passionate and I'm excited and my mm-hmm. energy is high, but I kind of let things unfold for me. So I just want to like clarify that because like in my old career, it was all about, I'm going to be number one. My ego was so in the way I was number one in production, number one in, um, geez, gross commission, um, number one in the, the, what I took home. And now it's not like that. Now mm-hmm. my big why other than my kids. And I'm always going to say that because my kids are my number one priority. I don't care how old they are and how old they get. It's all about them. But aside from them, it's all about you and everyone listening. And what can I do to serve each one of you? And I don't think you can be like an overachiever with something like that. One day I may have the opportunity to help. The other day I may not. So I may do some energy work on some people that I know is suffering. And when I say energy work on them, I don't mean in person. And they may not even know I do it. But like in my meditations, I'll send them light and love. Um, But my big why is what can I do for you today? And whoever the you is that day. Interesting. Do you have a big, do you have a big picture mission of any type? Like, I know some people say, I want to, I want to touch a million people or I want to, you know, do you have anything like that for yourself? No, I used to in real estate again, I used to like, it was certain numbers and certain milestones I wanted to hit. But with this, I'm not, I'm not driving this something bigger than me is. And so I don't love, I'm on Instagram. I don't, I do a lot of videos. I don't really love seeing myself in the videos. I'm not really a public person, despite that I'm doing this. There's something else out there that's pushing me. And this is my mission. So I'm letting that take over. And like, I have a book coming out and I have other things happening, but it's not like I have this big, I'm going to hit a million people. Or as long as I know this person got gets this, then I'm going to be good. No, it's that every single day I'm going to wake up. I'm going to let my day unfold the way it's meant to by following my intuition and the signs around me. And by trusting that there's a purpose to what I'm doing. And maybe it'll be this huge thing that becomes a big thing, or maybe it'll be on a really small scale and it doesn't matter as long as it's in alignment with my soul. Wow. That's amazing. So beautifully said. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really get on that, that same wavelength. You know, I'm 24 right now and I'm really going through these emotional ups and downs of trying to be this high achiever, also getting my ego out of the way. And I've been leaning more towards a little bit more spiritual healing. I met I met with a friend who is uh who practices things like that. Are there do you know anything about Reiki? I just started experiencing some of that and that has been really uh life-changing for me. Are you familiar with that at all? I am and I think with energy work and I'm really into energy work myself. Um it's all about the practitioner and it's all about the person that you're connecting with and that person may be awesome but may not be your person. 
So like you have to be really, and it sounds like this person is your person, but when I say you, I mean the proverbial you, like anyone, you guys, people have to be really in tune with, is this feeling good? Is there something uncomfortable with it? Do I like their energy? Because when it's energy work, it's all about the connection. And that person may be really great at what they do, like I said, but may not be great for you, or they may be really great for you, but you have to go inwards. You can't just assume because they have a Reiki sign on their door and it says Reiki master that they're going to be your Reiki. Reiki master. So you have to really tap into yourself. And is this in resonance with me? Is this working for me? Do I feel good? Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And, and, uh, she's right. She's, I guess, learning to be a Reiki master. I guess she's, she's certified, but she's, uh, she's kind of near my age and a good friend of mine. And she was like, you know, I feel like this could definitely help. So I, I opened up to it and I've had a, a lot of trouble recently, especially with meditation and doing flotation therapy, things like that. of just really letting go and getting away from my thoughts. And this has really allowed me to let go. Her hands like get super warm and you can actually just feel the energy kind of translating to you. And it's a, I feel exhausted at the end of like a 30, 40 minute session. And it definitely helps for sure. Yeah. Hydrate a lot after that. And the thing about it is that like we have been taught and conditioned and you probably less than me because you're a lot younger than me and things are changing. But that energy, like, what is energy? There's nothing real about that. All we, all that's real is what we can see in the physical world. But energy is everything. So of course her hands get hot and you have to make sure that she's in a good mood when she's doing it and her headspace is good. And I don't know her and I'm not saying she is or isn't. I'm just saying energy is very delicate and it's very intense. So you just have to be super careful. I'm all for it. I love it. But that you're with, and it sounds like you are, but that people are with the right people. And that's all I say about it. Interesting. So what's a day in the life for Pam Christian? Oh, the best thing about my life is each day is different, especially with my 16-year-old in hybrid school. Some days I have to drive, some days I don't. But every day is different. So one day, you know, I might be doing podcasts all day. The next day, I might have a day of shooting videos and content for my own stuff. And then the next day, it could be working on my blog and um, my e-letter and ideas for future, um, stuff for people, but what, and a day it's coaching. Um, but what I will say that's sprinkled into every single one of my days is self-care throughout the day. And I don't care if it was when I worked at a company or I work for myself, I get outside in the middle of the day. I eat my lunch alone. I'm an introvert. Some people may need to eat it with people, but I always sit alone Um, do some like, I either hop on my phone or read a book or, um, but most of my day in between the working stuff that I just explained is self-care. So like I'll make myself a green juice, I'll sit outside, I'll go for a walk. I've meditated like three times today. Um, I'll call a friend or not even a friend, just someone I know and let them know I care about them. I'll send a personal note to someone, but it's all stuff that's giving of what I want to give and then refilling myself and recharging. And of course, you know, my kid, two of my kids are in college and one's home, but like connecting with them each day is really important to me because as much as I love to feed everyone else, they, they, they don't have to do anything to feed me. So they're like my little shot vitamin shots. That kind of is a good segue into what I was going to ask next about, you know, what's your family life and support system like at home? Oh, that's such a good question because um, I don't really have one. Um, I mean, I have a family life, but I don't have a huge support system. Unfortunately, both of my parents passed away um, within a year of each other, 2016-17. And- Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Surprising and shocking and unexpected. So still reeling and recovering from that. They were my support system because I'm a single parent. 
Um, and I've been, you know, separated since 2008. So it's a long time. Um, my kids, I would never want to put on them or impose that on them that they need to be my support system because that's not their job. I love being around them and they're amazing and they make me happy, but it's not their responsibility. So I'm my support system. And it doesn't mean that I don't have friends I can go to, but through a lot of my difficult challenges, my darkest days, I've learned to be really self-reliant and it's important to lean on people and it's important to have people. But first and foremost, I am my myself, my support system. So now let's, uh, let's transition over to the business side of things. Talk to us more about the, the Pam Christian group and what's that? Sure. Um, so basically it's a platform. I continued, I kept the name. That was my real estate team's name. And I just thought it was an easy way, easy way to segue over to this. And people would just come with me from my real estate clients would just follow come over. And all I'm here to do is create a platform for people to find motivational messages, positivity in a dark night or dark life, um, to learn tools and techniques and modalities to change their ways of thinking, their ways of being, interrupting patterns, um, giving them another way to look at things, um, release fears. And so that goes from my podcast to my blog, to my e-letter, to my master classes, to my Instagram account. Um, sometimes it, um, it's, it's, it's through, you know, something that someone would need to pay for other times, not other times. I always offer free stuff all the time. Just go on Instagram, but it's all social media platforms. And it's just sharing my own personal knowledge. Look, I am not a master in this. I went to college. I went to grad school, not for this. This is self-learned. This is self-taught. This is the like life of adversity, of challenges, of constantly getting knocked down, getting myself back up, reading, listening, learning to the best, learning from the best, the best of the best, and teaching myself and getting myself out and now showing other people away. Mm -hmm. It seems like you're this this Swiss army knife and one-stop shop for anything in life that you're going through. But in terms of the driving force of business growth and income, what's that main driving source? So you, you're asking me, what's my motivation? Like, is it financial? Is it? Uh, no, more so like, what's the, what's the main driver of your, uh, your business revenue? Oh, no, no, I, I make, um, like I, you, you're saying like, where am I making most of my money? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, there it, it's a variety of different places. So first of all, I have passive income from real estate, so from smart sh choices that I've made. And then in this one, it's coaching, um, but it's also the motivational speaking platforms. And then it's sponsorships. So sponsorships for, you know, um, whether it would be on my website or on my Instagram and promoting other people, it's not that I make a million dollars in this one place and $200,000 in this one place and 30 in this one place. It's like a little, it's spread out, it's diversified. And actually it's what my dad taught me my whole life, diversify, diversify, diversify. So if one thing falls apart, you always have another thing to lean on. Well said. And now I guess that's a good, uh, talking point for this book that you got coming, uh, Talk to us a little bit more about that. So this book is pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. It was not intended to be a book at all. It was after I lost both of my parents, and I was just in a pretty dark place, and not only a dark place from the perspective of grieving and mourning, but I don't know. Things were coming up from my younger years, awesome things, memories about how my parents were, memories they created, but also things that weren't so great. And, you know, you kind of like – you know those, I don't know if you'll know what these are, but like these flip books that you kind of like tell a story and you flip it really quickly and like, uh, you won't know, you're too young. 
But anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. Drawing a blank so, on that one. Um, okay. So I can't remember the name of the thing, but I know there's this thing that you would know what it is. But anyway, so it's like this story and it starts coming back to you and everything starts coming back to you. And I was like, I got to do something with it. And I wasn't into journaling at that moment, but so I just started typing and then I um, showed it to a friend, a close friend of mine. And she was like, this is a book. This is a book. You've had a wild, crazy ride. So what I did was I was like, first I was like, no, no, why would it be a book? It can't be a book. No one wants to hear my story. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm a mindset coach, even if it helps one person. And then I broke it down. And so what I did is it's basically my life story. And at the end of each chapter, there's a takeaway. So like, let's say the first chapter is listening to your inner voice. So something happened and I really had to listen to my intuition. And so how do, and then it's about why the inner voice is important and then tips and takeaways about how to learn to tap into your inner voice, inner voice. Another one would be gratitude or authenticity or alignment or forgiveness. And each chapter has one. And what you might've gone through may have been different and more severe than what I went through or less severe, but they're all relatable. So you can all use all of these things regardless. So let's say I went through something like, which is not what I went through, but I'm just going to say this. Let's say I was beaten by a significant other, not happen at all, just so you know, but let's say that, but let's say your thing was a divorce and you grew up in a divorce family and that impacted you. The tips and takeaways that I've put together, even though they were based on my experience of that beating, could also benefit you and your trauma with the divorce that you went through. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. It doesn't You want to transition here. I want to talk about the juice, the podcast you got going on. Can you tell our, our listeners about that? So the juice is awesome. Again, if I do say so myself and um, basically I interview um, cutting edge business owners or unique, interesting and inspiring individuals to share their story and show you that the line was never straight and it was never an upward trajectory, that it's zigzaggy the whole way. And there's like pitfalls and just like it's a video game where you have to get out and gear out and you're like, okay, now there are some obstacles. So let me beat those people down and you beat those people down. And then, oops, you think you get it and you think you're in the clear and you're smooth sailing and then you fall into a hole and then you get yourself back out of the hole. And so that's sort of like what I'm trying to share so that people don't feel so alone. I think we're going to have to steal your podcast mission statement and make it ours as well. <laughs> it do just it. it was so well worded. That was, hey, uh, it's it. kind of exactly what we're trying to do. I love the fact that it's not one straight line because it's not. But everyone does kind of have that same similar foundation of how they got to where they were. You know, that's not like this secret sauce, but everyone yeah. has a different story at the same time, which exactly. is really awesome. So now I, I, we're, we're coming up here on the 30-minute the mark approaching there. We want to know what the future holds for Pam Christian here. Whew, your guess is as good as mine. I try not to spend too much time in the future because then I wouldn't be in the present, Landon or Antonio. I'm not sure who said that, but um, I wouldn't be too much in the present. And um, the future holds all good things, all what I want it to hold. I am the co-creator of my reality, and I'm just hoping to continue to impact that's really it. I love it. I love it. That's it's so well worded, so well said. And uh, so now, how can our listeners follow your journey? Any uh, Instagram handles, any websites, and uh, sure. also how can they buy the book? 
The book isn't out yet. It'll be out in 2021. I'll put it all over my Instagram and my website. My website is thepamchristiangroup.com. It's just about to go under construction, but shouldn't be for too long. And Instagram is where you can find videos and clips of how you can change your life and change your mindset and change your reality. Some people love the posts. Some people love the stories, but I get such amazing feedback all the time. And the handle's at Pam Christian with two N's at the end. So check it out. Awesome. Awesome. And the name of this podcast is the Learn Lead Podcast. So I, I always like to finish out here with a question, you know, on, on your end to, to, to you from my end is what would you like to leave our listeners with, uh, whether it's just 30 seconds of motivation or just whatever, whatever it is, what's your, what's your 30 second commercial for our listeners to kind of take away and, and become better leaders in their lives? You are worth it. You are deserving of everything you could possibly allow yourself to imagine. If you let go of the limiting beliefs of the cultural stereotypes, the cultural imposed things that we're supposed to be, and you really just create an, a, a, a dream of what your life would look like if you could make it look like that, it can happen. You deserve every good thing in this world. We are all able to create that for ourselves. Get out of your own way. Tell yourself you're beautiful because you are beautiful inside and out and allow yourself to come from that place. And that means being vulnerable. That means putting yourself out there and risking rejection, risking pain, but it is all worth it for you to live that life you want to live. I hope everyone that's listening to this podcast could take this and run with it for the day as an amazing way to just be happy, live your life, take one little principle that Pam shared with us today and implement it into your life and keep on reverting back to this. Take some notes, follow Pam and her journey, and we're so excited to see what the future holds for you and uh, obviously the present, as you said yourself. So thank you so much, Pam, for coming on and uh, really sending us those good vibrations and really teaching us uh, all your ways. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Have a great day. You too. for tuning in to the learn lead podcast where you get to own your life stay tuned for our future guests coming soon make sure to like and subscribe